0: Alright, for Lava everyone. Good morning. I am so excited because I have Rihanna. Is it Rihanna? Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh my gosh. This is our <laughs> Ri <Riri> right here. <laughs> this is the Riri of Maternal Health, guys. Um, yes, totally. I'm so excited to have her. I connected with Rihanna. I actually followed her first and I was so surprised I got a follow back. I uh, <laughs> came across her amazing work on Instagram and I was just like, I can feel the passion behind her work. You know, it's we're saturated social media is saturated with so much content and like it's very rare that I come across posts where it's kind of, it feels really heartfelt. So I really appreciate your work. I'm not a mum, but so many of my friends and family are are parents and I'm excited to have you and to share the work that you do. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's so lovely. Yeah. All right. So what I'll do is uh, we'll go, oh, I've got some questions here. I always send my guests questions, Um, but before we start, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah, so I'm Rihanna, I'm a naturopath and I'm a mum, obviously, to two wonderful little boys. Um, yeah. And I also do a little bit of graphic design as well, but yeah, you know, that's not what we're here for today. Um, but yeah, I, I, I guess I sort of stumbled into naturopathy and I, like when I went into it at first, I didn't think I would work with moms. Like I was not a mom at that time. Um, But once I had my children and I had traumatic births and I suffered with postnatal depression and anxiety and PTSD, I was like, I want to help women through this because it was really hard. And Mm. I don't want other people to feel the way that I did.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, of course. And um, so like, what's it like balancing, because I know that being a a mum is tough, like, you know, I hang out with my friends who are mums all the time, and like, one of my close friends, um, she like begs her daughter to stop like throwing tantrums every now and again. Like she has those little meltdowns, and to her it's frustrating. To me, it's so beautiful. eh? Like I can't wait to become a mum one day. Um, but what's it like balancing your health and being a mum at the same time? Because I know that being a mum can be quite time consuming, and then health takes up a lot of a lot of our time.
1: So yeah, talk to us about that. Yeah, it's definitely tricky, and it's definitely a balancing act and i it's really for me the easiest way that i can sort of get through balancing both of those things like working and being a mum is like knowing what hat i have on in that moment and i get really overwhelmed and really stressed when i'm trying to do like the two things at once and feeling literally pulled and stretched in that moment so being able to be like okay like this is mum time or like this is work time and having like support supportive people around that can sort of help me with that definitely helps yeah. yeah
0: No, hundred percent. Supportive friends and family—that's that's amazing. Um, so, in a nutshell, talk in a nutshell, talk to us a little bit about what you do.
1: Yeah. So, really, I just help women who are feeling tired, exhausted, overwhelmed, um, just to be able to cope better and feel better. And you know, if they've had personal depression or they think they do, like that's really like my passion to sort of help people overcome that. Um, yeah. That's awesome. No, no, that's yeah. great. Like, I
0: think, I, Like I'm feeling exhausted right now. So it's so hot here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm a Kiwi. I'm a Kiwi. So like, I've only been here like close to a year. So like, I'm not used to the heat yet. Uh, what's yeah. the weather like? Yeah, it's definitely warm today. It's getting warm.
1: I'm like, oh, my Christmas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go for a swim, eh? um, So how did you get into the maternal health space? I mean, you mentioned, um, you talked about your um, experiences with traumatic uh, birth and postnatal depression. Yeah. Um, I can only imagine what, how, how hard that would have been, but talk to us a little bit about like, how did you get into that space?
1: Yeah, I just kind of claimed it. I I knew when I was sort of towards the end of my degree and I'd had both my kids by then that that was sort of the women that I wanted to help. Yeah. And so I've just sort of, when I graduated, it was only two years ago. Um, I was like, all right, this is what I'm going to do. And I've just kept on going, working towards that it's taken, you know, like pits and turns and um, twists and turns. But yeah, I think I finally I'm like, ready to take up that space and to be like, these are the women that I'm supporting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, really yeah. just helping mums through motherhood. Yeah. And the whole journey.
0: Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about your um, if you don't mind sharing about um, your experiences with your traumatic uh, birth uh, experience, and then also um, the postnatal depression, like, you know, yeah. when I think of, you know, mothers and and giving birth like i think it's it's supposed to be an exciting time but unfortunately for a lot of mothers it's it's not so if you don't mind like sharing a little bit about that yeah amazing
1: yeah so my first birth i was you know quite young almost 22 um and i was overdue so that was already like i already like i always thought i would go early and so like getting to the due date and past the due date and it was that was emotionally hard and draining and stressful and so I ended up choosing to be induced which i look back on now i'm like oh like that was it kind of was what started the interventions and the cascade that just sort of led to the traumatic birth nature of it um but it took three days of induction um i wasn't progressing apparently and they said well, i had said like hey like i would rather go get a c-section now before it becomes like an emergency like let's get that done and so that took two hours for them to even get me into the operating room. And once we were there, like I was 10 centimetres dilated and they're like, do you want to try and push him out? And I was like, well, yeah, like, let's try. Um, and so I was pushing for like two hours and yeah, like that was, it was just wasn't happening. So they decided to use the vacuum and that's what sort of resulted in me having a fourth degree tear. And so the whole, like, the first little while postpartum, you're kind of in this, for me, I was in like this baby bubble, everything, things seemed okay. But like I had like physical trauma, like i had had the tear, um, the complications from that is like incontinence. And I guess the way that like the doctors said to me after my birth was kind of like, it made me feel like it was all my fault and that there was nothing that I could do about it. Yeah. So I kind of just suffered <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah. Um, I know once my son was around eight months old i was like i knew i wasn't coping and that i was struggling so i ended up going back to work and that kind of helped but i kind of would just keep distracting myself and not letting myself feel my feelings yeah um yeah so it took until he was almost two after i'd had multiple breakdowns and i was like okay let's go and see like a gp and she was incredible And then I got, you know, referrals to all the things that you need to be referred straight away, like physio, psychologist, so that you can actually like process everything. Um, yeah, so that was kind of that journey and that took a while, um, with my second son, because I'd had the fourth degree tear, I could choose that I wanted to have a C-section basically. So I chose to have the C-section, but I went into labor early, well, not early, but before my C-section date. And um, so I labored fully till I was fully dilated before I even got in for the C-section because there were other emergencies that were more important. And um, like that went okay, but they had to put me under to repair my C-section. They also put me under to repair my tear. Um, So I sort of missed like both of those early bonding moments with my kids, which I think can contribute a lot to like the guilt and the anxiety um, post-birth. Um, but my second birth was, I guess, like healing in some ways because I got to labour naturally um, until I was fully dilated. Like It felt good knowing that he was ready to come and it wasn't, I guess, like force, like getting him cut out and everything. Um, yeah. And so I sort of struggled again after that. Um, and it's been a so lot. He's literally three next week. Um, and so I'm finally feeling it's such a good place in motherhood. And I feel like I've overcome everything. And it's really good. I've been supporting women with birth trauma now too, um, with the Birth Trauma Association. So it's been quite a journey.
0: Yeah. Did you feel connected to your midwives? Yeah. Did you feel connected to your midwives, or did you feel connected to the staff that were supporting you, that you know were treating you while you were giving birth? And is that important to connect with them, or is it kind of just you just need your husband or your you know support person and that's it?
1: yeah it's so important i think continuity of care is a big thing where if you have the same person with you through pregnancy and they can support you through birth that can really give positive outcomes and that's just not the way it's set up the easiest way you know it takes effort and you have to know that that's a good thing to do and fight to have that happen so i knew some of the midwives with my first birth um and once one of them had come in that's when things like happened and things were moving because i knew her we had good like relationship so it definitely definitely helps and yeah if you're just disconnected like they don't know your story either i did with my second i was like i wanted lots of support i knew i needed lots of support um so like they knew my story i was more it was easier for me to like speak what i needed rather than the first time you have just got no idea True. so reflecting
0: back on um your experiences either as a mum or just as an individual like how has your health journey been and like did you grow up healthy if you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah I really love this question because I guess I didn't like grow up healthy but we sort of you know like we weren't rushed to the doctor if something was wrong like my mum sort of took a more natural approach which I think sort of like planted the seeds of naturopathy and natural health um and I sort of like when I finished high school, I was like, eh, whatever, like, I'm just gonna live my life <laughs> moved out of home. Um, and I did that's when I did graphic design. And so towards the end of that, like, my husband had a really small like health scare. And I was like, I want to be able to help people with their health. This is really important to me, but I want to not do it like this way, rushing around to hospital or a doctor or a nurse. And like, I madly Googled and found naturopathy. And I was like, this is literally what I'm meant to be doing with my life. And so i just then i jumped straight into that and did that and yeah that's when sort of health became important to me it's so funny because i only just
0: heard of um naturopath- how do you say it? i don't even know how to say it but i actually have <laughs> in my home in new zealand yeah she's, she's someone too and she's like amazing yeah um,
1: can you say it naturopathy
0: yeah because when people ask me they're like oh what's that and i'm like i don't even know how to pronounce it how am i supposed to explain it <laughs> so like talk about talk a little bit about what that is like i know what it is because yeah i i anastasia shout out to anastasia um back home in new zealand um you know she gives me herbs you know we we tackle health from a holistic view and she spends yes. a good hour with me but can you talk to mm-hmm. us a little bit about the way you practice because i'm sure other women who have to this might want to get in touch with you.
1: Yeah. So really I like to like say it's basically a natural doctor in a way, mm-hmm. but you are like looking at the whole person. It's a whole picture of you and you're getting the time spent. Like it's not 15 minutes in and out one problem. Like we go through your whole health, your whole health history, like your family history, all these things really matter to your health, like right in that moment even how like you were born and the prep your mom's pregnancy with you like we just delve into everything and looking at what's going on what's your problem what other systems could be involved in that and basically it's about like uncovering the root cause like the reason why these things are coming up for you because it's not random and like that's what most people come to us is because they've been dismissed by doctors or they've not gotten the help they want and they feel like shit and they really <laughs> just want to feel better and find yeah. out why rather than being told everything's fine, you're okay, this is motherhood. Like it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah,
0: exactly. And I remember the only reason why I went <sighs> to a naturopath in the first place was because I was feeling like feeling like yeah, like shit. I was feeling yeah. like shit. And then um I thought I had all these health problems. I was like, nah, there's something wrong with me. I'm gonna die. And then it just turned out I was just exhausted. Yeah. And I hadn't been resting properly. Mm -hmm. and it's just like now I talk about the importance of rest like my mom is like a workaholic both my parents are workaholics and um they they grew up in that generation where no the resting is lazy and it's like Mm -hmm. no do you ever get clients who feel like resting is lazy because I know in my community definitely
1: yeah I think definitely I guess it's it's kind of like an expectation that you have to be like a busy mom and that you have to do everything and I'm like no like I love not being busy like that's really important to me is to have that space and that's you know a reason why yeah that we're so tired and is because you just need to rest like i know with my first like that was a big frustration was i was like breastfeeding all the time and i was feeding him to sleep and i didn't like it because i would get so tired and fall asleep but i'm like that's exactly what i needed i needed to be resting like you just grew a human you're nourishing them you still have to keep nourishing yourself yeah and rest (laughs)
0: yeah how how do you how do you overcome mum guilt like my Mm. mum feels guilty all the time even when i moved here to australia she just felt mum guilt all the time and like um, my friends experience that so how do you i I know that you've experienced that you mentioned before Mm. how do you overcome that because it can be quite a a draining i can imagine it can be quite a draining thing
1: yeah i did a post about this recently saying that it's not real because like guilt is if you've done something wrong like something inherently like You've murdered someone or like you've just done something terribly wrong and really like it's more when you can just note that you're not really feeling like guilty you're not doing anything wrong um it's you're like most mums sort of feel guilty i guess if they have to go back to work or they have to do things when really you're just doing the best that you can in that moment yeah. mm-hmm. with what you've got yeah and like knowing i'm literally not doing anything wrong there's no guilt and i think even guilt can come up like with our cycle like if you are not in tune with your cycle like we ebb and flow the whole month and you're going to be more energized and like do more things with your kids in that time versus when you're like due for your period you've got no energy and you might feel guilty that you are not doing all these things with your kids like you can eliminate that guilt and that feeling by just being aware of these things and like honoring that honoring yourself
0: yeah yeah it's so true i love that one of my guests that i had a couple of um weeks ago um and i love her she's great i love all my guests um and she runs a chocolate business and um when i asked her how she practices self-care um she talks about how she operates on like according to the moon cycle so mm-hmm. i don't practice it because i don't um, i mean maybe one like who knows but i'm just saying like uh, she says that on weeks before she has her um forgot how to she her period um, yeah. um she just feels low energy and that's her time to really take mm-hmm. it easy take care of herself and to honor that that feeling
1: yeah yeah
0: yep. herself and being busy all the time
1: yeah yeah definitely and how it you too. like act in that time can set up for how you like act with everything like honor yourself yeah I love that.
0: Um, I love that your content on IG, on Instagram, uh, focuses on rest, health, and self-care for mums. I have a few friends and family who, all my family and friends are mums, and sometimes they're feeling really isolated and disconnected from their bodies. Have you had any similar experiences? And I don't know Mm -hmm. what disconnected from your body means, but I don't know, like, maybe that's just a mum thing, like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. but,
0: but that's what I've been told, like, they just feel disconnected from their body. I
1: think for me that disconnect, I guess, came to kind of come from not letting myself feel my feelings and not processing that. Um, It can be difficult if you're like not getting a period for me, like with my second birth when I was more in tune with my period, not having the period when I was breastfeeding, I felt very disconnected because I was like, I don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing, which is when you can, is a good time to um, follow the moon because you can flow with the moon as well. But it's just, yeah, you kind of, I think with the trauma can contribute to the disconnect as well because you literally like disassociate Um, and even not both trauma, like if it's childhood trauma, like anything else, it it, like all comes up when you become a mum. So it's like one thing I wish that I did before I um, had my first child was like deal with my issues (laughs) and my emotions because it's really important because it's all going to come up and you're going to be faced with it in your children when because they're a mirror mirror reflection of you
0: yeah do you think that you didn't take that process oh i i guess you know did you did you feel, did you feel, did you feel like you lacked a little bit of wisdom because you had a baby at such a young age
1: yeah definitely yeah, like your brain's back. not fully developed till you're like 25 i think so having yeah you're still a baby with a baby really
0: yeah 25 i'm like 32 my brain's still not fully developed so <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know about that maybe it's 30 in my case um <laughs> i love that so some of my friends are newlyweds and i'm excited for them they're they're trying for a baby and um my question here because actually it was a question i got in the dms i have friends who are newlyweds and are trying to have a baby which is exciting um do you have any advice on how women can prepare and become more fertile if that makes sense
1: yeah i think the first thing is you want to know when you're ovulating because that's the egg that's how the baby is made and so that looks like knowing your cervical mucus when it's like an egg white that's when you're fertile um if you get sort of some cramping that's when the egg is being released like these are all the signs you're ovulating you'll want to be intimate so if you're not having these signs you're probably not ovulating so and if you're coming off like oral the contraceptive pill you want to spend some time actually rebuilding and nourishing yourself because it can deplete nutrients so you really want to focus on that um when you're ovulating, stop drinking alcohol. Um, that's a big one. And Yeah, have fun, nourish you. Yeah. Act like you're pregnant as well. Like
0: yeah. speak life out. There. You know, like speak yeah. that into existence. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um speaking of like you you mentioned being intimate. Like I feel like um this is not my experience. Like when I, you know, we, me and my friends, we talk about, we're girlfriends, of course, we, we talk about sex all the time. And it's like, they feel like they want to be more intimate with their partners and husbands when they're on their period. Yeah. And if that's actually, is that like a chemical thing? Like, is that like a natural thing in our bodies that, that crave that during that time? Because it's a gross time, well, not gross, but <laughs> it's a weird time to crave that intimacy. Yeah. But it's like, you
1: know. Yeah. It actually uh, can help with period pain. Like, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a chemical sort of hormonal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, awesome. Okay. All for it. Go for it. <laughs> Go for it.
0: Yeah. Do it in the shower. Yeah. Um Do you have any self care tips for tired mums out there?
1: Yeah, definitely, like we already said, rest. Like listen yeah. to your body. You're tired. You need to rest. Um, eat breakfast. Like I feel like so many mums sort of skip breakfast and they kind of then will eat the scraps of their kids and then they kind of forget lunch and then you get to like dinner time and you eat dinner and then you eat all night. That's not going to do you any good especially if you're tired so yeah eat breakfast rest when you can and don't like don't push yourself um like i know for me getting up before my kids is really important but if they're like under two years old don't do that (laughs) you need to sleep (laughs) Mm, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: How do you yeah. nourish your body? Like, so I mean, what are some of your favorite foods? That, like, what are your go-to foods to, you know, make sure that you're taking care of yourself?
1: Yeah, my breakfast is always eggs with something. Mm. Um, at the moment, I'm loving like mushrooms and eggs on toast. Mm. That's yeah. Setting my setting your day up from the start like that is really good. Um, having like leftover dinner for lunch that also is going to save you time. Um, so I really like doing that. And you want You want your meals to be balanced with their macronutrients so you want to have like a source of protein have some really nice good source of fat and a little bit of carbohydrate as well
0: yeah yeah okay that's good okay take note (laughs) mums awesome (laughs) um so what's a typical day in the life for for you as like a working mum? because you do have your business and you you know you practice naturopathy i hope i said that Mm -hmm. right you practice that and then you're also a busy mum with two kids, you're a wife, you're a sister, whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'll just one for mums, I tell you that. So <laughs> how do you practice self care amongst all the craziness?
1: Yeah. So I definitely I get up before my kids so that I am filling my cup up and I'm ready before they are because that makes it easier. If you're all rushing around and it's just chaos in the morning, like you're just making the job harder for yourself. So I definitely make sure I'm doing that. Try to be as like prepared and organized as you can, like meal planning having a shopping list um having having a plan um what else do i do (laughs) yeah putting myself first and i like sometimes that means saying no to your kids and that can be hard and that might make you feel guilty but when you are full you can give so much better and like that's The best gift you can give anyone especially Mm -hmm. your kids is you being happy and healthy yeah so you know i I eat breakfast before i make them breakfast because then like my blood sugar is balanced and i feel really good and i can you know what do they want and help them yeah
0: yeah how do you um do you have any like go-to vitamins for for mums out there because like i have zero knowledge of vitamins all i know is like the vitamins of my skincare routine and you know (laughs) i I have enough protein you know all the just the easy stuff but Mm -hmm. like mums out there who are feeling low in energy um what are some vitamins that they can take yeah. in? you know what's some advice that you have for them
1: you pretty much can't go wrong with like a magnesium supplement with like b vitamins in it because that's just going to give you energy and going to help you relax yeah that's just basically the, the so best
0: that, that yeah. would be like the foundation right that would be yeah like the basics
1: Oh, awesome yeah
0: all right awesome so um how do you practice self-care
1: yeah yeah so like with my morning routine i meditate Um, sometimes I, I I see a chiropractor really regularly and that has been amazing. Like I was in pain every single month. Mm. Um, and now I have no pain at all, which is incredible. And with him, like he, we do telehealth twice a week and I exercise on telehealth that I'm getting the movement in and that's helping keep the pain away. Um, yeah, meditating, getting up before my kids and just letting myself rest knowing knowing what i need like i need two hours at least at night once they're in bed to relax and then i'm ready for bed Mm -hmm. and knowing what you need and asking for what you need is really important because so often we are overwhelmed and we're not asking for the help and we don't because we're disconnected we don't know what we need so like literally putting my hand on my heart and be like what do I need in this moment? And sometimes yeah. that's, you know, a coffee. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Or just, just a chat or just a laugh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do
0: you just... feel like your yeah, do you feel like your relationships are a lot better or your interactions with people are a lot better now that, you know, you've you prioritise your health and you you know, you're more organized and you have yeah. more in your life?
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Because if you've got your own things going on, you can't be there for other people. Hundred percent. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's the end of my questions. Um, yeah. I've really
0: enjoyed having you on and I, how, how did you feel on the podcast? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We can so go on good. talking for ages, but I've, I'm out of questions. So if there's anything else, oh, I've got one more question actually. Um, when women come to you for help, um, what can they expect?
1: Yeah. So I am slowing down for the year, but in the new year I am launching a group program. And, you know, you still get one-on-one support because that's really important. We get to find out what's really going on for you, why you're tired, exhausted, not feeling like yourself. And we sort of work through, goes for 16 weeks. And the main focuses for me is working on your mindset because that's so important if your mind and your thoughts are not positive and where they need to be, the actions you take, the behavior that you have. I'm not going to be aligned to how you want to feel so we focus on mindset first and working on finding out why you're feeling the way you feel and then we work on nourishing you so eating the right foods if that includes supplements and or herbs doing that and then working on your menstrual cycle and reconnecting with your hormones making sure your hormones are balanced and you can you know alchemize that and really feel how powerful you are as a woman and a mother and come out the other side like better than ever
0: exactly exactly i feel like a lot of um you know women that i'm connected to they view health as go to the gym drink water and eat healthy Mm. but there's so much more to it like i you know i just Mm -hmm. i'm sure like you actually have to go out there and do your research as to like because i don't feel like going to the gym and drinking water and eating healthy is sustainable because like, like, I feel like it's a mental thing. It's a menstrual cycle thing, yeah. menstrual cycle thing. It's like, it's, it's, there's so much more to it, eh? Like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's so holistic. So. But definitely drink water. <laughs> <laughs> definitely drink water. Cheers. And like Just three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Three days yeah. of changing a habit yeah. and you feel amazing. Like I started walking again this week and was making sure I was doing my exercises. And by the third day I was like, wow, like I feel like less bloated. I feel amazing. It's just, yeah, it can happen quick
0: yeah no awesome awesome yeah. thank you so much for making time for me um for the podcast i know i'm completely random we connected through instagram but hey right. that's the beauty of of social media um i'm excited to see your work flourish i may even hit you up when i'm pregnant who knows yeah. um <laughs> i'm excited i'm excited and i hope that um the women who are watching this get in touch with rihanna rihanna
1: rihanna yeah
0: <laughs> Our re-re of health or re <laughs> of naturopathy yes. um but yeah did you was there anything else you'd like to add
1: no i think that's definitely everything yeah, yeah. Thank Thank you so so much.
0: much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And like, also I hope you, you had fun. I hope you weren't nervous. I could tell you are a little bit nervous, but
1: it's. Yeah. I think I got there in the end. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No, you did well. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time.
1: Awesome. Thank you.